Yo, what's good, y'all? The Sound Flick Podcast is back. We are back with episode 54. Gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another special episode, another tribute episode mm. to uh, none other than a very loved and also very hated. <laughs> There's gonna be a twist at the in end of very, this one. In very many ways. <laughs> in the twist. He is loved and he is hated. So we are going to dive into. Pretty much everything. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Don't disrespect him like that, Shyamalan. No, no, no. That's what Tarantino calls him. I'm going to hold that against you when you disrespect him in a little bit. Hey. That's what... You don't know what I'm going to do. It's funny. That's what Quentin Tarantino calls him. Shyamalan. I mean, Quentin Tarantino can do that. Oh, yeah. He's Tarantino. But it's just funny. This is just sincere. I'm dead. This is just sincere. I don't have the accolades. Yeah, now M. Night seems like a really cool dude like to talk about movies with. Uh, he went He's to very school. divisive. He went to school for movies, so you know, okay. I figure he would know a lot about You would think so. No, he he so, does he does I'm not gonna get into it right he away. He does have he he knows a lot of like the way his cinematography is. He knows the history of film. You know, it, it'd be cool combo, like if I ever met him. He just seems like a cool dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He seems like he does things his way. He does, and, and no. he doesn't compromise in his vision, the, which for can what, always for be a, either a really great thing or it could be a very yeah, bad thing. Yes, that is very true. Depending the, on the property, the depending thing on what's that being I've done. Always liked about M Night though is he doesn't make movies like he doesn't make movies like other movies that are out. He'll make his own movie. He's he's always been original, like you mm-hmm. said. Sometimes good or bad, but. He's like an indie director, yeah. Basically, for he's a, a major, very, yeah, he's a very know? well-known indie yeah. director. I just think, like, you know, there's that. always people asking, like, we want something new. Like, we don't want a a Chucky remake. We don't want a a Halloween remake. We want something new. And then yeah. M Night comes and gives us something new. It's like we don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> you want something new? Here, you want we don't something want new? That. Here's old. Yeah, Get it? I mean. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, we, I, I we, yeah can we, we will. Can we get some sounds? Like, we will be talking. Boy. We will be talking everything. Doing. M Night movies, <laughs> shows. So basically, uh, the way this episode is gonna go is it'll be a lot of emotions coming from all three of us. Yeah, highlighting great moments, highlighting this person. Where don't get me wrong, M Night Shyamalan is a great director. I'm just being petty. Yeah, but no, it's gonna I be a, it's it. gonna be a well rounded episode of all things good. Yeah. And all things bad. I mean, before we do get started on any movie history that he has, let's I, talk I about wanna, him. Let's talk about him. His. Do you guys know what the M in M Night Shyamalan stands for? Martin, I didn't know he M. had M. a first name. I thought Martin. M was his. No, come on, man. M is not going <laughs> to be his name. Is it Mario? But it did. I I didn't think that his first name started with M. I thought it was like something else, oh, like okay. Eugene or something yeah. like that. And he's just like, oh, well, M. Night Shyamalan sounds M. mysterious. Yeah. His name is Manoj, which is a, like. Mm. It's like what Michael is in America to India. It's a very common name in okay. India. Okay, so his name is Michael. Yeah, an Indian. Oh, or, okay. Uh, Manoj. Uh, Manoj. And I don't want to no, say it, Indian. It, it, it's not Indian, is it? Indian? I mean, yeah, I think so. Sorry, we're not politically correct Ooh, on this podcast. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, if anybody order. takes offense. <laughs> yeah, y'all, but, y'all can y'all can inquire with Indian? Skywalker. But Indi- yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's we're, in we're getting word that it might be Hindi. Yeah, so, yeah, it could be. But, but you don't know, know if that's the case either. <laughs> correct me later, but his name is Manoj. Uh, n- n- his, obviously, his middle name is not Knight. But it's like... What? <laughs> no, it's not. Come <laughs> on oh. now. He's Indian. Uh, Neliatu. <laughs> Neliatu. 
Like Dos Feratu, but Neliatu. Manoj <laughs> like Neliatu Shyamalan. It's funny. He uses... Uh, His real point. last name? No, no. He uses... Uh, that you say Nosferatu because he pulls uh, shots from Nosferatu and how he uses mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's, that's kind of funny you say that. I like that. But... Cohesive. He was born in India. Uh, okay. Puducherry, India. And he was raised in Philadelphia. Which is like... I don't know if you've ever heard him speak, but he doesn't have an Indian accent. No. He's so like legit, a Philly accent. Yeah, he legit sounds like he's he sounds like the Fresh Prince, Philadelphia, or from. <laughs> you know, he said he lived like in the suburbs. You know, sound like Meek like, Mill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably listen to Meek Mill. Probably went to school with him. He said uh, he over here talking like. <laughs> yeah, I just got the visual of M Night on quads <laughs> oh, going down yo. the street. <laughs> uh, he he didn't live in the city. He lived. He always lived like outside of Philly, but he would always go to the, the city. He said, um, he pretty much like uh, in a video he quoted that. As a kid, it felt like it was like a Spielberg movie. Like everybody's, all the kids are in the neighborhood and riding bikes and playing. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, that's what he said it seemed like. And which is funny, which is like Spielberg is his main, I guess, inspiration to do mm-hmm. movies. And Not a bad inspiration he pulls, to have. He pulls nope. a lot of, um, I guess, elements that Spielberg uses as well in cinematography with like panning and, you know, trying to use as much off-screen work as you can because the thing about horror that people like is they're mm-hmm. scared of what they can't recognize mm-hmm. or see mm-hmm. you know they in horror they always do minimal like back in the day they use a lot of minimal stuff to scare people like in the Blair Witch you know you never see the witch but in the Blair Witch project you're, yeah. you're scared of when you will see the witch but you well even do. like like Steven Spielberg Jaws, with Jaws, Jaws I was gonna say yeah with Jaws you know you don't really see Jaws until yeah, in, in full until the yeah. end, you know. Right. So it's like so that he, so, mystery. So they're alike in that way, you know. Obviously, you want to be like the person you look up to because you know that's all you know, and you you see how great Spielberg's catalog is. Like his catalog is insane. I was just looking at Spielberg. Let me just. Touch I mean, on I can't wait till we do an episode on him. I, I mean, mean, that's gonna yeah. be like a two-hour episode. There, there might have to be a part one and a part two e. for that. Jaws. For sure. You know, he's done tw- some Twilight Zone, Close Encounters. Man, there's so much that he's done. And then done. we have to talk about Jurassic his actual Park. company and the movies that have come from the company as well. Like, there's there's just too much. Yeah. Even nowadays, he's done a lot. Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did that Lincoln movie. Tintin is a really cool movie. That movie's free. Tintin's different. That one's cool. That one's like free that on YouTube. It has ads, but it's cool. But anyways, oh. he does like to pull a lot from M. Night. I mean, from uh, Spielberg. He also does and, a really good job of doing it as his own. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people, I mean, he didn't start comparing himself to Spielberg. A lot of people did. So it's kind of cool. I don't know if they knew he liked Spielberg and then that's mm-hmm. why they said it or if they genuinely thought, like, damn, this is the next mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg, you know? Um, his catalog isn't as lengthy, but there is a lot of iconic yeah. movies. And I mean, he came out movies. the gate pretty much swinging. Yeah. With with the type of movies that were that were yeah. not getting critical acclaim, but were understood by the creatives, mm-hmm. you know, where people were like, "Wow, that was something yeah, he was that I didn't expect. That was something that time. I that I didn't know I wanted." Yeah. Um, you know, and he kind of had those accolades going for him when he started. Um, yeah, and yeah, you know, let's talk a little bit about that with with his hot start, his first. Oh, you want to get into that first? first movie? I got some. I got a few other history tidbits. I guess just breeze through them real quick. We could weave them in. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get there. Um, he did get a start writing a script. He didn't do the. I think he was like hired for the 
to be the director and then mm-hmm. they fired him and then just used something <laughs> else, somebody else. But he <laughs> still got paid for the script. Uh, like around 700000 He said he bought Ooh, a house. Man, it's a great first enough. job. I mean, nowadays, Bruh. like, you know, 700000 nothing for a script, you know? So. Yeah. That's crazy. You get well, this 700000 early 90s, right? Man, and you buy a house, it's good yeah. man. Especially in, Change yeah, your life. Especially in the 90s. And then he also, I guess, you know, like going back to his uh, style, that's it's pretty well known. That's one of the things I have written down. Um, another one is... How I would guess, you describe his style? It's not predictable. You want... you Because, you, you know, nowadays, M. Night, you know there's going to be a twist. And you want to figure out the twist before it happens. Is it like a race to figure out the twist? Yeah, but you'll never figure what, out the twist because only M. Night knows the twist. Uh, I think some of the twist is yeah. a little bit predictable. Somewhat, but it's always a little deeper. You know, he likes to use like... He, he has a really big imagination where his art isn't realism. It's all fake. It's all metaphor. Yeah. Um, he did grow up as Catholic, so a lot of the... I guess, has like religious undertones. Yeah, a lot of the stuff he has religious undertones. He says he's not religious anymore, but he always just goes back to mm-hmm. it. You know, the, everything... You know, all these beasts and monsters that he's using signify something in, you know, in religion and stuff. So he, he definitely has like a fantastical, not like, I guess, fantasy wise, but he does have like a, I guess I'm, I'm not magical, but I guess, I don't know, something, something a little supernatural. Long those lines. So some, yeah, supernatural, pretty mm-hmm. much what it is. I mean, he has <clears throat> aliens, but yeah, really in signs, there's, they only show the alien ones. Mm-hmm. And, the rest of the movie is really just religious. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. It's, it's Which is kind of like the, inter- the intersection of that. I feel like he tries to make movies that will cause a conversation. Yes. Right? Of just like, Even okay. if it's bad. I mean, yeah. It's even if a it's a bad conversation, it's like, um, you know, there are a few people who think this way or like, you know, everybody thinks this way, but what if it was actually this? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, he's trying to be provocative in this kind of way and sometimes it falls flat and other times it's like oh that's interesting yeah. like you know you can kind of yeah um, his movies create it from that. his movies have always been hit or miss um even with one of his most popular movies unbreakable uh when it came out it didn't do great in the box office mm-hmm. and he wanted that movie he never he never does sequels and stuff but for that one the story he wrote he's like I need to do three movies mm-hmm. right. so he was hoping when Unbreakable came out at, you know, he's going to get the the budget for the next one and it didn't do great. So he just moved on. Mm-hmm. It took him 15 years to get that sequel yeah, out. And it, and it was a sequel nobody expected. Yeah. yeah. And nobody sure. knew it was connected no one until, knew it was the connected. until the end of the movie. Until yeah. the end of the movie. That was the twist, mm-hmm. you know, which is really cool. And now that's one of, you know, one of his more popular movies because of the trilogy. I mean, to get Bruce Willis on your first two yeah. major movies. Right. Like, in the At the time, Bruce Willis was the man. a good man. hot start. Like, right. so, yeah, like you said, like he really got crazy. out to a hot start. And then, you know, out of nowhere, I guess, you know, he just does, he kind of just hurt himself. I like that because you know? it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. one of those original like actor director relationships yeah that isn't really talked about but it's done it's kind of like what tarantino does you know you want him and sam jackson mm-hmm. it's like daniel kaluuya and and uh jordan peele mm-hmm. you know what i mean just peanut butter jelly yeah good it just friends. works it works yeah behind the scenes they're good friends and then it just translate really well on screen yeah 
I mean, yeah, he, the hot start was crazy. It was the Sixth Sense. It was Unbreakable. Then he did Signs. Yeah, so those three movies actually, they actually grossed over $1.3 billion worldwide. Yeah. Jeez. Nuts. Incredible. That's insane. Yeah, and at the time, you know, he's a, everybody's like, oh, yeah. yeah, you're the next Steven Spielberg. You're doing amazing, bro. You can't fail. You're doing great, sweetie. Yeah. And then… He said, let me try. Let me… <laughs> ah, you hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then… Yeah, and then he did The Village, and that was probably like, I mean, I wouldn't say it's bad because a lot of a lot of people love The Village. Yeah, a lot of people really I remember, do love The Village. I remember the hype around The Village, and that was kind of like The Village was the first time that I think I was introduced to M Night really, mm-hmm. because like you know, Signs and Unbreakable and Sixth Sense were out, and I knew the phrase, you know, I see dead people, mm-hmm. and that was like a meme before memes were around, right. you know. And but I I never really watched those movies because I was I was just growing up you know at that time I didn't didn't really know but the village I think it came out in like oh three or something like 04. that oh four oh four it w- that was like when me and my friends can go and see a movie yeah. right and <laughs> I went to go see it and um you know I'm watching this thing and 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 like it's like it's entertaining like yeah. oh man this is a crazy movie. And then they give you the twist. Yeah. Twist is... And the twist was just like... Do you remember watching The Sixth Sense? It was like, fam. That was a different twist because, you know, everybody thought Bruce Willis was alive the whole movie. Yeah. 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 Do you you remember watching that? Yeah. Okay. And I thought that that was a good twist. You know, it was like, oh, okay. Because it reminds me of the others, Uh which is, you know, with Nicole Kidman and like that they were actually dead and everything like that. You know, I liked it. I was like, okay, that's cool. It was beyond where my mind automatically went to. So some people may have seen that and already yeah. predicted that, but I didn't predict it. So I was like, "Oh, yeah." This is for awesome. me, it kind of it was. Um, I remember. I don't. I I remember the Sixth Sense be, when I was like eight, mm-hmm. like when I was really aware of it. But by that time, I kind of already knew the twists, mm-hmm. so it kind of ruined yeah. it for me. Yeah. But then I, I I like watched it from a perspective as if I was in the '90s watching this movie. Mm-hmm. So I can I can really understand what people were like, "Yo." He's the one. Like, yeah, this is, he's yeah. Next it was up. like, oh man, this is great. You know, right. like, like it was, it, it was mind boggling. You know, but then with the village, I remember my mom and, going crazy over that movie. And then they, you know, they show that like this, like you could just walk out into the highway type situation, and it was just kind of like it. It was a twist that sucked everything yeah. out. Of it's what like what you a good movie. Watched. What the hell? Is right, you're like what? It's like well, why did I watch any of what I just? What seen was the right purpose now? of this? There was zero yeah. point if right. if that was the yeah. case. Not only that, um, before the movie came out, they were trying to do like a promotional piece, like a mockumentary, which is pretty much just making like an autobiography on himself, trying to be like, oh, he has powers, uh, he he can you know bring people back to the dead. You know, they mm-hmm. tr- he tried to make fun of himself Mm -hmm. but it was behind the scenes of the village Mm -hmm. so people were confused before even going to see the village like what's this going to be about if like what's this mockumentary so people just really started to hate him off of that because they're like you just fool yourself bro like you Mm -hmm. just all you want it you just want you to be the center of attention so that's when people started to really dislike m night you know they they were going to see his movies 
And they weren't even talking about how bad the movie was. They were just talking about how they hated M. Night and reviews. Yeah. Reviews would be like, oh, M. Night is just f- so full of himself. I didn't even watch the movie. Blah, yeah, because it made it seem like that the director was talking now. Yeah. You know, and not the movie was talking. It was like, we're we're looking at commentary of like, and, and you know, movies are commentary of the director, right? right? But sometimes movies serve a purpose to tell a story that's yeah. bigger than the director themselves. Right. And once we got to the village, it was kind of like an M. Night show, you yeah. know, and he got that, that all across the board. Even if you've never watched other M. Night movies, yeah. you felt like, oh, well, here's this director that's just like shitting on whatever it is that he's making. Basically. Doesn't think that I'm smart enough yeah. to understand what's going on and is going to use just some crazy twist to throw us off even if it doesn't need one. Like yeah. people were just like, bro, just make a straightforward movie. I don't think he knows you know? how. And I don't, I don't think, I don't think so either. When, you know, which is good for him. It helps him stand out, you know, good or bad. Bad publicity is still good publicity. Good publicity. But after The Village is really when he started taking a nosedive. You know, like I said, he went on a three. He really did a three-peat. Yeah, he did. He And yeah. everybody loved him. And then everybody was, you know, gonna love The Village. And then they didn't. And they kind of do. You know, it's weird. It's mixed reviews. But after that... It just really went down, you know. Uh, Lady in the Water was next after that. Yeah, Lady Which, in the Water. I briefly, briefly pe- remember. People say it looks beautiful. Like mm-hmm. I said, like the thing about M Night movies, even though they have bad stories, you know, bad endings. Um, at the end of the day, they are shot really beautifully. You know, mm-hmm. other than you know, because there's been bad movies where they're just bad they're just badly shot. Yeah. And they have bad directors and they have bad everything, but at least with this one that always kind of saves it. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't really save After Earth the happening or I the, mean the happening the heavily acclaimed like yeah. uh, critically acclaimed uh the last airbender. Yeah, you know the the happening with Mark Wahlberg. That's all, um, all right. I Probably. thought it was okay. It, yeah. This is better, worst movie. Yes, it yeah. is one of the better, worst movies. I was intrigued by like by the trailer, and yeah. I knew that there was going to be a twist. I knew that something was going on, but um, it felt lazy also. You know, well, like it just, it was like the happening. I remember watching like that movie happening and not even and, realizing he was the director. Mm, Granted, yeah. around that time when it came out, I could really care about directors. Yeah, right, right before yeah. my love for movies really began. Mm-hmm. But like, once I found that he was the director, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then, yeah. After, I mean, and then what do you the, have? Like the devil made me do it, or not? Devil, the devil. I, I like devil? devil. You know, devil. Like, he, I think he was just a writer. It's or not a producer. Or something no, like that. no, he directed it. Was him. He directed, he directed it. it. Yeah. He's not. That movie is probably his least talked about movie. Not because it's bad mm-hmm. i mean because it's terrible it's no it's needless neither i mean it's okay but i guess it's just one of his more forgettable ones but nobody yeah. says it's bad i hardly hear people say it's even good either but that one's probably like borderline like i put that one ab- above the happening you know what because at bad? least with the happening you know it was a little cheesy yeah and with the devil it was actually felt like a horror right? yeah you know so that i thought that was really cool and it was like one of those uh 
what do they call it? The isolated movies or the confined movies or whatever? Yeah, where it it's just all, in one, in one spot. spot. The one space, no no other set than yeah. a small mm-hmm. space. So mm-hmm. like to use all that and, you know, create dialogue and character development. Like I thought that was really cool. I like, like movies like that. I've seen that movie so many times with uh, my aunt. I don't know why she loved it so much, but she got it on DVD. So mm-hmm. I would go over and she would play it and we'd just watch it. So yeah. that one was I would cool. say The Happening is like his first stab at like… Uh, Maybe not a first stab, but like a new, a first stab of the new age action movie, mm. you know, of like yeah. getting Mark Wahlberg, getting that like, I, I mean, I hate to call him like an action star, but like it was like that. Is, yeah. It was just in that era, you know what I mean? Of like not getting I like think, an actor's think, actor, but getting more of a personality right. to be a part of it. And that's because Mark Wahlberg has that personality of a normal ass person yes. in this situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I've liked a lot of the ca- casting decisions of M. Night. Because he I, typically uses, like, not, like, actors that aren't really well-known. Yeah. I mean, at the time, Bruce Willis was, I think he was popular or getting popular. But, what, I think he had just done pul- Pulp Fiction, probably? Yeah, I mean, Bruce Willis, like, was was at, was getting to the top of his game during the times that he was doing It wasn't doing until M. the 2000s when he hit his prime, yeah, so. It was, well, it was like 90s, like, yeah, like, around like that late time, 90s, I yeah. I mean, that's when he really popped, you know, Yeah, but M. then, I'm, but, like, he's still part of that old group. Mm. You know, Bruce Willis is part of the old group with right. the Mel Gibsons and the Danny Glovers and the, oh, you know, no. like, and yeah. the, he's, like, in all of that, the, you know. I'm getting so, too old for this that's shit. That's a different yeah. old movie, guys. It's a different old movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the you laugh, at, you laugh at that, right? You laugh at that because I mean, it's that's, so that's funny better. from Skywalker. It's better than yours, man. It was better than yours. Sorry. I hate Sorry. it. I got that reference. Uh, you know? uh, <laughs> uh, I was um, no, y'all have fun together. Y'all, y'all enjoy your fun. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> so you have Mark Wahlberg and, and, you know, what can go wrong with Mark Wahlberg? You know, a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like I said, it was one of the better bad movies. Um, then we go to... Before we get to the, the, the Avatar, After Earth. I mean, I know it happened after, but I don't know what that movie was. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't even know, like, well, okay, what so, studio that was. Because I don't think that was under him. Well, I think somebody take, asked him. Hot Take, Will Smith doesn't have the best movies. No. that no, That's just not. Hot Take. We can, we can talk I about that. I Am Legend, Pursuit of Happiness are one of his better movies. I mean, there's a reason why he doesn't have... Oscars like that. Yeah, like, right. It's just, I mean, I love Will Smith. It's, yeah, great. it's great. There's there's some entertaining movies. Entertain, the con, the contribution to culture that he's brought, you can't argue. However, Funny guy, his movies sure. are not that great. Yeah. And it's, After Earth was not an exception. He, why doesn't he do comedy movies? Why is because, he always trying to be serious? I just don't think he wants to be thought about as like a comedic actor perfect, like that. Though. Perfect, but he's not as funny as he used to be either. Like anymore, yeah. No, not like he's of course he's dad now. You know, so like, but Bad Boys arguably was a comedy like action movie, right? You know, it was along the lines, yeah, yeah. And even Men in Black, like you can Men in Black was a comedy. Wild Wild West was a comedy, yeah. Um, quirky, yeah, yeah. Wild Wild West was just trash, you know, but like. (laughs) Well, I still well, love it. I, I yeah. watch it as a kid. Straight to the but We'll definitely do, do, you know, we'll talk more about that. But I, I just feel like uh, M. Night, and my point in bringing that up is M. Night and Will being put <laughs> together show, is horrible. That was after, it's such a horrible and, and idea. And after Avatar. So it was like, because M. Night was already like, 
He's Everybody already hated his forks at his yeah, door. And I just know that Will Smith Ex- would allow M Night to do whatever he wants. He'd be like, Yeah, yeah like let's I upset the you. crowd. Let's let's upset them. Let's not give them what they want. Like, let's just do it because he was Will and the Smith. The thing is with that one, like, you know, usually the movies you're kinda like, Okay, this looks cool. But even before After Earth, I was like, Well, you know, you know I what thought you it was need? like a book. And then a director got a hold of it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's M. Night. And it was after the Avatar. I was like, eh, I don't Will, know. you know what you need? An accent. In space or on a different earth or something. You know what Jaden needs to do? Hang glide while using his suit. It was definitely a Jaden like play. You know, he was trying to figure out He's ways to-, to, to have his son in a movie. Yeah, you well, know, it was it was trying to get Jaden out of that little kid phase of him going from the helpless son in pursuit of happiness and then and karate, karate kid. kid and karate kid to him being a serious actor, action actor. When and like, it, it, it didn't anymore. play out so much. He's not an actor. Yeah, it doesn't even matter no, he's anymore. Not. He's a he's he's not. He's an artist now. I feel like he matter. could still be in like the Karate Kid. Too, well, he was he could, but he was just too creative. As yeah. an, as like his mind, his thought processes isn't yeah. for acting. Right. Solely, he's yeah. like, I'd rather do. I wouldn't be surprised if he jumped back into acting, but at the yeah. time, he's like, I'm trying to explore yeah. who I am as an individual. M Night was just like, damn, I'm getting, I'm getting the Smiths in my movie. All yeah. right, let's go. I'm let's, getting let's two Smiths. Out. Yeah, let's especially go. after the atrocious like, train wreck, my career. dumpster fire of <laughs> last no, year. All right, look, y'all, we're gonna spend like, about five to ten minutes on this topic. Probably, no, let's do like five. No, I don't. I'm, less than five, I guess. I'm not gonna give him that kind of time. The movie was We're already giving him an hour. absolute garbage. <laughs> so I, I remember I, I was in Spokane, Washington. Okay. Random. Okay. I was in Spokane, Washington in 2010 with my dad, right? We went to this very small theater. There was maybe 25 seats in the whole theater. Mm-hmm. So it was packed. Mm-hmm. I love going to theaters in different states. Bro. So fun. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. We got there early. I got a Frick ton of food and I was like, yo, let's let's go in. I'm mm-hmm. hype. Mm-hmm. I had my uh had my freaking avatar hoodie or when you tossed it over, had the blue strap. Bro, I was hype. Mm-hmm. Damn. And then they called him Ong. <laughs> That's they called him Ong, bro. <laughs> See. Yo. Why wait, but still, I have okay, a question. Wait. I have a question. Okay. Nick knew that's not how you say okay. his name. Yeah. Okay. So Here's, Why didn't they correct him? I've been following the development of this movie for many years before yeah, it was it even out, yeah. it even came out. Before M Night was even attached to it, they said we're gonna make a Last Airbender movie. Everybody was like, "Okay, this is gonna be epic." The story it's written had out a crazy for us. budget. It's they they gave them all the money, all the money. The story's there. I haven't seen a Nick live so action I'm, since. I'm, oh no, not at all, not at all. I'm watching Whoa. this thing. We're we're getting updates. Me and my brother, we're getting updates. We're going online every day. Oh, they're bringing in the special effects crew who did X Men. Yeah. Okay, for sure. Let's go. We've seen Iceman. We've seen Pyro. Yeah, we've seen all that. So it's gonna be perfect for the bending. All right. Oh, we're bringing in the martial arts people. Oh, the track team from the original show. Okay, let's go. And then I remember, I went to Comic Con, and they had a panel, and. It had the creators, and then it was on a video screen. They were in a movie theater talking about the last Airbender movie. And then they said, and we're here with the director. 
mm-hmm. and they move the camera over. Like they do in uh, M- all the M9 movies, just slowly. And it goes to M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> and people were pissed. Yeah. People were like, <gasps> because not like he and was already my doing. My heart sunk. I, I'm just so I just confused. knew that it wasn't going to be what it needed to yeah. be. And then, and then right after his announcement, all the things started rolling out. Mm. They're changing Aang's name to Ong, uh, Iroh to Iro. Oh, um, the Fire Nation is no longer going to be based off of Japanese culture. It's based off of Indian culture. Oh, they're they're just they just yeah. started switching things up. That I, I was like, wait, think... wait, 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 hold the phone. <laughs> Why the fuck is this going on when the whole series is written out for? It's him. written out. What are we What are we doing here? What yeah. is going on? And it just was. Bad news after bad news after bad news. But I had hope, right? I see the trailer. The trailer comes out. And it has like this, this mysterious, you know, you have, you have Aang. He's in the temple. He's doing his moves. The candles go out. He does a little air bending. Takes off the hood. You see the, you see the arrow. It was like, okay, this is kind of epic. Zooms out and you see... Yeah. The the ships, the Fire Nation ships, they look beautiful. Yeah, I'm just the like, thing. like, yo, let's go. The movie was go. bad, but it looks so good. It looked great. I was like, it let's so go. Good. This th- We might have something here. We're here. So then, the night of the movie, opening night, I go with, with my brother and with my friends. And, I didn't and go opening we're there. I don't even think I saw it in theaters. Opening night. We weren't going to miss it for the world. Opening night, we show up downtown Disney. Mm. Ready, mm. cosplay. Everybody's everybody's cosplay. Who are you? I, I didn't cosplay as nobody, but uh, everybody else was cosplay, you? right? He's a disappointed fan. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I just there's no black people. So sorry. Shyamalan, that's what I came there's, no, there's nobody to cosplay as in, in Avatar. I love Avatar, but nobody to be. Um, so we watch and and the movie starts, right? And and we're going, and I'm like, okay, well, this is book one. I should be able to identify everything that's going on here. This is gonna be great. 10 minutes into the film, they were already on episode three of book one as far as storytelling was concerned. Right. And I was I I remember I looked over at my brother, I said, something's wrong. I said something's wrong. I've never I done that in a no, movie. No, it literally came I've out of my mouth. So I couldn't believe I could not believe how taken out of the film I was. I've never been I said like, yeah. Something is you wrong here. I said something is wrong here. I don't know what's going on. Like like something is wrong. Why is why is Katara narrating everything that we're supposed to be seeing? Mm. Like why why is this happening? And we sat down and we're just heartbroken. We got our hearts ripped out of us. And we watched this whole movie which was atrocious that I never recommend for anybody no. to ever see in their entire I went, life. I went to go look it up online, and I don't even think there was anything about it. Like It's like they're almost trying to, to make it disappear No, they have the to. Internet. They have yeah. to get rid of it. They have to get rid of it. It's, it's an infamy. Yeah. It, it cannot exist. It should be like when they talk about the Mandela effect, that should go. Yeah. We shouldn't even remember that it happened before. To me— there is blame for M. Night because obviously, you know, Indian culture, obviously he changed that. You know, Bastard. he changed a lot. But he's from Philly. The fact that Nickelodeon. <laughs> what, how, I don't know. I don't know how they allowed it. I don't know how they allowed it. I mean, even them knowing, look, the village just came out. 
mixed reviews. The happening mixed reviews. He what was makes not you the think, director. Hmm. M Night is would be perfect for this. He, he was not the Why? director to but, pick. Did they have like a dartboard and they but just said and, and the three available? Said, he said that he's never watched the show before, and like he took it because his his daughter, yeah. like was happy that he took yeah, it because he she knew, watched the show yeah. and she had to she had to show it to him. And I'm just like he knew it was a bag though. He's like, that's the budget. I'm that's one hundred percent. I'm, in. I'm one, in. And that's what was so. He's sad. never had a budget like that ever. He's never had a budget that big. That's dangerous. It you was, were giving yes. this man gasoline and pouring it on. A so fire. since we're on the topic of budget, it was horrible. The budget for this film was 150 million. <laughs> wow. That's Domest- a blockbuster. Dom- that's a blockbuster. Domestic. This is a. Buster, it made 151 million. Uh, sorry, 131 million. Oh, jeez. But worldwide, 319 million. Yeah, because of the of should have made more. Yeah, it should have. It should have been way more. It could have been so a, much money. It made a billion dollars from here, from up until now. If it was done right, it would have been a billion dollar yeah. bill. Absolutely, and we would have gotten three more by this time. Yes, and we it would have been sure a multi billion dollar franchise. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But guess I what? Mean, but they threw it away. That they was threw it out the window. And and to this day, not only do I blame M Night, I do blame the creators. <laughs> like I I do blame yeah. the creators, and they they have to live with that. You know, yeah. and and it's it was just such. We have to live with it, that. It was probably the worst movie experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah, and it sticks with it me to, to the this point day. When it's I, very vivid. I remember when they the and Avatar sucks. movie, the the James, what is it, James, James Cameron? Cameron? Yeah, when that came out, I was like, oh, they're doing it again. Oh no, that's yeah. not. That's Mm-mm. not that. That's not last And James episode. Cameron was like, I've been working on this film for 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's why they had to change it to The Last Airbender because yeah. they couldn't get the license for Avatar because James Cameron was already uh, working on it. You son of a bitch. But, it, yeah. But it's cool. You know what? The it thing, was horrible. Th- th- that is M. Night just, never do that <laughs> again. I don't know why I'm saying it. Just stop directing. Because it already happened, but just never, if you ever hear this, he never learned, do that. He learned from his mistakes. He knew Did never he? to sell out again. Uh, after that, you know, it was a little bit up from there. You know, After Earth obviously wasn't great. No, it but it wasn't. He said it went a little bit up it after It was Earth. never up. The only reason why it was up is because he revisited what he did before, which no, was... No, actually the village. Um, not the village. Uh, the visit. Well, which so is like next a visit. Was, next was Wayward Pines. Don't even know what that is. No, 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 no. Uh, don't don't highlight those. Those aren't important. Okay. And then <laughs> The Visits. The, the Visit. Film. The Visit was a very low budget movie that surprisingly everybody loved. And that kind of got him back into the game. Mm-hmm. And then after The Visit, it was Split, which really gotcha. launched yeah. him again. It was like, oh, damn, this is good. Like, he's back. back. He's yeah. back. And then which. He, Again, I and then he, believe with the James reason. McAvoy. Also, That's Devil was so Devil good. was mixed in along there, so you know it mm-hmm. was helping him go back up from a very, very low, very, very low moment. I'm you know? sure the actors carried him to his success for that rise up in 2016. James yeah. McAvoy wasn't that big when Split came out. Mm-hmm. He was kind of at the bro. At, he was yeah. Professor X. Yeah, he was kind of at the top. Not of this yeah, game. yeah, he was, in 2016. Yeah, he was. When he was, was when did that movie come out? Uh, I mean, First Class, I think, was 2013, and then he had, like, three other movies okay, after that, yeah. so... James McAvoy was, like, that was around, like, where he was one of the top, yeah. like, actors that were being talked about. Well, he was... That, that was a really good performance. And the thing about he the did Split... He did do a good job. The Split was also low budget, so he they just did it in one location, and was the under the zoo, yeah. which was really cool. It was another one of those, like, 
confined movies. It's only going to be here. And the storytelling was great. Character development was And it insane. had Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, she's so fine. Because it had crazy personalities. So it's like you have characters without even having to get an extra actor. Yeah. Which which was what made James it McAvoy super really popular. made that movie yeah. and and acted yes. his ass off. Yeah. Yes, in he that did. Movie. And then you know, I guess him, you know, with the twist, bringing it back in Unbreakable. That's that was kind of risky, you know. Like you're really going back to a movie that's really really popular, and you're tying it to this one. You don't even know if this one's going to be good. It's like I mean, but. We'll- I, th- I think he just kind of read the room and was like, yo, we care about franchises now. We care about lore. We care about, yeah, right. like, you know, the history of things. That's the thing that I loved about that whole M. Night trilogy, uh, Unbreakable trilogy, is that he was kind of ahead of his time making comic book movies. You know, mm. like, w- with Unbreakable, he had superpowers, but it wasn't, like, superpowers, like... Uh, like a Marvel DC, movie or Marvel DC, yeah. or it's different Watchmen, type of superpower. You know? It's di- there's no cape, but there is a cape. You know the mm-hmm. suit that Bruce Willis wears, the the raincoat. The raincoat. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's his, his um, I guess his cape. And then you know uh, he even color codes them. He, uh, I think, um, uh, Mr. Glass or just Glass is um, purple. Purple. And then yeah. they have. Uh, Green for Unbreakable, but yeah, like it's he really it just like makes for, them for a split. I think yeah. it was yellow. He creates like his own superhero universe within three movies, mm-hmm. and and does a pretty decent job. You know, I mean, obviously a little bit ahead of his time trying to create a superhero movie and and it becoming popular and then you know finally turning into a trilogy. Yeah, which eventually ended with Glass, which. It isn't talked about a lot. It isn't a, amazing, but it is a good tie-off with the movie because it goes all the way back to Unbreakable, and then it pulls in Split. And then we got three great actors. You know, yeah. We got James McAvoy, Samuel Jackson, and then Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's, that's I, I think it's dope. awesome. To, I think it, it has to feel good to complete your story. Yeah. You know, I think— I like, love the as ending a, to, the, to Glass. Yeah, and just, like, as a director, if you have, like, something that's supposed to be told— over mm. multiple films. Like, there's so many times where yeah. that just doesn't happen. And you and know? he really went out of his element to even do sequels because he said himself he doesn't do those. Well, see, but I, he had to for that story. And I don't understand why directors feel that way because, like, if you thought of the story and it's bigger than one movie, then of course you're going to do sequels. Yeah. Like, why are you saying, oh, I don't want to do sequels? Nobody ever like, has room that just to means say you that. didn't think about what you're making. You, you know what I you mean? You didn't like, see the bigger picture from the start. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Tarantino and, saw it from the start, though. Am I right? Because yeah. Kill Bill. He has a whole universe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a whole ass universe. That's one of the only other sequels that he does, also. He doesn't have like a Pulp Fiction. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't do sequels like that either. And that's probably why that they're close. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just those those movie yeah. purists that are like, it's I'm going to do one movie and the movie needs to stand alone as a movie on its own there's a, and hold its own, you know, balls. There's a quote <laughs> by Quentin Tarantino pretty much saying that Unbreakable is the best movie of our time. That's what Quentin, Quentin Tarantino is a fool. <laughs> That's what he said. I'm just quoting him. Quentin Tarantino also. When did he say that? What year? I don't know. A long time ago. But I did well, see the video of him that. saying it. That's when he said uh, Shyamalan Ding Dong. He said that right before Y2K. He thought he was going to die. He was trolling. <laughs> you know Quentin Tarantino was trolling. <laughs> no. Nah, yeah. Was it taken out of context? They're homies. They like each other. Was it was a word after that LOL? 
Nah. nah. <laughs> I well, mean, Unbreakable was good. I mean, what, what, what no, you talking no, about? No, it is. I, I mean, I think the, the trilogy, I commend him for coming up with that. Like for for not coming up with the concept, but to yeah, I mean, bring comic books yeah, were yeah the comic yeah. books were all, yeah exactly. So but bringing but, in bringing the way that into do. life, yes, I think he was a good director to do that. I do think that not every comic book should be brought in yeah. movie form the way that Marvel and DC have done it. There uh-huh. are variations. It's worth it. I love like how Hellboy has been yep. done. I love you know uh, how Breakable Watchmen, all that kind of stuff. So I think that there's room for that, and it takes a different type of director to bring certain yeah. properties to life. He should just never touch The Last Airbender ever, 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 At the ever, same ever time, you know, like a, like you said, you know, he didn't know anything about The Last Airbender. He was really out of his element, I think, in those two movies. Unintended. With, with After, yeah, After, <laughs> after Earth and Avatar The Last Airbender. You know, he really sold out he's like i need money and then he found out damn when i have a budget yeah I'm at the expense when of, he doesn't have a budget he really stretches the i really dollar. need to get back to my roots with and no which, money which leads broke. me which leads me and well, which leads us to his latest <laughs> <laughs> got people dropping stuff all over in the studio which, what a twist which leads us to <laughs> you'll be a twist at the end of this podcast yeah which pretty much leads us to our latest movie old Yes. His new movie. His most recent. His most recent. Fresh off of a so pandemic. I just want to say, um, I just saw Skywalker's upset. We, were, we were supposed to watch this together. I've been busy working on music and writing for people. Sincere came to us and said, we have to watch old. I didn't even question. It. I was like, we have to. I, I did question. It. I said, we have to. And then I was like, all right, we'll do it. <laughs> and then I just haven't had a chance to go to the movies. I'm sorry. But I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know, guys, man. I've heard mixed you, reviews, so I really want to give it my own. You didn't watch it either? Um, I uh, watched a synopsis of it. Nareek just so wants to watch synopsis. 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 Slacker, you're a slacker. Slacker, you're a slacker. You're a slacker. You want to be a slacker, blacker? How many slackers are there? Slackers. As many as there needs to be. Oh, man. But the movie Old, I enjoyed it a little bit. You know, there is a... The story was... Simple, you know, what you see in the trailers is what you see in the movie. There's, yeah. you think, okay, what could the twist be that everybody just gets old on this beach? No, I mean, the, you don't, you know, you, there's going to be more yeah, to it. Yeah, you know that there's something you, to it, either something supernatural or something. You want to guess, drug. you know, I, I think, okay, maybe there's somebody holding them there. Maybe, um, you know, there's ghosts. I yeah. don't know. And in the trailer, they kind of mislead you when it's like, oh, the kids can't go to the beach because. They get old or anything. That's mm-hmm. actually a joke in the movie. Gotcha. It's anybody who goes to the beach gets older. Not just yeah. the kids. The kids obviously are rapidly growing. Because there's like this acceleration thing that it's they're like doing. It's like a cell, in, in, cell in, regeneration that it's it has to do with the minerals on the beach mm-hmm. that washed up. And all the rocks like cause your cells to accelerate and move And they're trying to like study old. people basically on like how... You know, if you have uh, a disease or if you have an ailment or yeah. if you have something that's going on, um, it takes so long for science to yeah, study so they, people who, who yeah. go through that. I so swear. This is like a, a, like a sped that. up version yeah, so, of, right. of them being so able to So pretty much it. like that, that was the twist. But the way they got them there was very interesting because 
in the beginning of the movie, the the husband is like, wow, how did you find this place? Because they were going to go to Cabo. And then she's like, I don't know. I just kind of stumbled upon it. And then it comes to later on, he asks her again, like, how did you find this spot? Because they're all trying to figure out why they're all on the beach and why they're stuck. And the the wife is like, well, I was at the pharmacy and I was picking up my, my medication. And then they were on the receipt, like they had the number. So pretty much they already had their medical mm-hmm. records and knew everything. Mm-hmm. So that's how they got it. So there was nothing but sick people at the, I guess, the resort. And then the resort would tell people, oh, I know this beach that you can go to, beautiful, secluded. You're going to love it when you get down there. I know this is probably going to be like a, like a spoiler, but like I remember in the trailer, one of the girls, like she gets pregnant, like the daughter. Yes. Yeah. So is it like, how does that happen? Is it because it, I took it as like they're kind of speeding up their future or is it they're just bodies accelerating? Um, so I was like confused on that. No, no, they they, they hint at the one of the kids when they grow up, they pretty much do it, and then she gets impregnated quick because of how. But fast how is that? How do? How does? Like, did she have an ailment like that caused her to get no, pregnant, no, no, or no. is it just like no, no, because it just sped up? She no. just all of a sudden so had when sperm they became, inside of her, or what? No, they did it. They just didn't show it. Oh, okay. So they went off. They ducked off. and They were like in a tent. I saw them eating and then mm-hmm. uh, they panned away and then they mm-hmm. came back and she was pregnant. And I figured, okay, they, they did it most likely. That makes sense, uh, I guess. But They don't need to They don't need to show it. No, yeah, I know that. But what's the whole… I'm assuming the only purpose of that would be for the cinematic like, oh no, she's pregnant. It was like, we want to show this. How do we show it? Oh, we gonna you make know these, what I mean. Like we're gonna like, turn these eight year olds yeah. into teenagers, and they gonna. I be mean, fucking. they pretty much showed. <laughs> they showed all ages of life in the movie. They they showed an old lady. You know, she was the first to die, obviously, because she was already closer to death. And then there was um, the baby. And mm-hmm. then um, did the baby grow up? Uh, no, because time was moving so fast, the baby couldn't. <laughs> Handle it. Did the baby get removed from, from the, the, the baby got removed from the beach? The baby wasn't allowed to perform at the beach. Baby was done afterwards. But <laughs> let's go. But um, yeah, like, and the thing is, it's like, why don't you just leave the beach? You can't leave because when you go the through tide? the canyon, no, no, no. When you go through the canyon to the way back you came, it's like being submerged underwater and trying to go up fast. The minerals and the atmosphere the was pressure. different, it, and it was pressure. So when you would go through the canyon, you would black out, and then you would end up back on the beach because you would uh, walk yourself there or crawl yourself there, and you would just wake up on the beach. You'd get halfway, black out, go back. Yeah. Even if you try to swim in the ocean and get out, it'd be the same thing, mm-hmm. and then you just black out in the water. So there was two people that drowned. So you know, it was. Well, really, how were you able to even get onto the beach? Like it wasn't. You can go, it wasn't like, that way on the on like no. going going in. There's the no beach. resistance. Going back, back is all, all the resistance. resistance. Gotcha. So, okay. So it was difficult to leave. You know, um, in the end, uh, spoiler alert: uh, two people do make it off the beach because there is a way off the beach, which is one of the other twists. Mm-hmm. And um, the way they find out is through like a little message a kid gave them before they even went to the beach, mm-hmm. and then. And it's it's cool. It, it, the way the storytelling is is really done well. Um, there's a lot of those shots where I say like like Spielberg like off camera. Like you hear people talking, but 
they're panned over here mm -hmm. to the left and you hear people talking to the right and it doesn't pan fast. It doesn't go like when something somebody yells, they don't pan fast. Mm -hmm. They go slowly and then you finally see it come into frame and you see it happen. I'm like, damn, mm -hmm. that is done. That is yeah. shot so beautifully. And there's not really any green screen. Like where they filmed it, that's how it actually looked. Like yeah. the rocks. So were, you on the the, were they on the beach majority of the time? It was, yes. Well, for it was a filmed month. during quarantine, Yes, yeah, right? it, it was filmed during the pandemic. So they all stayed on the beach for pretty much about a month. And, you know, they hung out. They were pretty mm. much in a bubble, you know. M. Night was there. They would cook for each other, tell each other stories. Cool. Kind of talk about the movie and, mm -hmm. you know, all the ideas, ideologies mm -hmm. that the movie brings. It was brings probably fun to film. Oh, yeah. Most most definitely. The movie itself, it looked beautiful. The acting was… There was a bunch of no-name actors. Yeah. That Alex right. Wolf, the kid from the Naked Brothers below, band. Below Below. The one hereditary. Below par movie, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, acting wise, uh, story wise, it was really good. I really liked the story. I really loved the idea. You know, it was accelerated age. It's funny because one of the villains is M Night, and that's the thing I love about M Night. He always shows up in his own movies. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's a small role, whether it's but a that's big role. Kind of what people don't like about M Night is because it's like, bro, it's not even about you. Why but, are you in here? But why do people hate M Night, but they don't hate Quinn? Because Quentin Tarantino has like a. a an element to him that like see the, it's the, almost like a like he's funny yeah. and and honestly he shouldn't have been in Django I'll tell you that like there was no reason <laughs> yeah. for him to be in oh, Django that's what I was thinking of right now yeah. but but he was great in Pulp Fiction it's yeah. just mm. being the guy was, you know I was what watching I mean? a video um, by on YouTube by the Ministry of Cinema shout out to them really cool videos yep. they break down a lot of people and stuff but they were talking about how people hate M. Night because like, oh, you have such a big ego. Like everything for you is about yourself. But I mean, that's what makes a director, you know, like mm. without that, you're not going to know their name. They're, they're literally saying, they're literally telling you I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. Obviously, you're not going to agree with that, but you can't really hate him on that. You know, like it's like Michael Jordan, like I'm the greatest. I'm going to prove it, you know, as best but as I could. But he's not. Obviously, like he's Barkley. not. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> he's not like. Go yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure if he has um, Oscars. I didn't check that. I mean, if yeah. if he did, it'd, it'd probably, probably be, be like Six Sense or, or something like that. I don't think the Six Sense. Um, I'm pretty sure um, Split got some awards. I think so. But either I think way, so. we'll double Maybe. check that. But overall, Old was um, a really interesting watch. You know, I was watching it with my girlfriend, and we were both. Like curious, we kept looking at each other. Like, what? What's going on? Happening? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like I would do that during the movie as well. And it was at points the movie was very unsettling. Mm. You know, like not cringeworthy, but like there was actually just like unsettling moments. Like they try to that one of the women had a tumor, and the tumor was growing fast because of how the how fast everything was going, and they had to cut the tumor out. And it just looked like I was Gross. like, like just my react. My girlfriend like looked at me. She's like, I was just looking at how like you were reacting and stuff. Like, mm. and then even there's a part where this girl breaks all her bones because she has a calcium deficiency. Mm -hmm. And that part, like, I was like, oh my god, I didn't even need to see that. Mm -hmm. There's another part where some guy gets poisoned by rust, and his body like, uh, it's, there's a lot of unsettling moments more than I've ever seen in an M Night movie, mm -hmm. which was really surprising. It was. It was legit a rated R movie with some gore and violence. Just like just the graphicness of, yeah. of what they were showing. I, I, I feel like he's kind of taking a, a risk with that too because he's never done 
anything like graphic like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sixth sense is like, you know, like it's not like I, I guess they kind of did show a little bit of a little bit, but, but it wasn't. But it was nothing crazy, crazy you know. Like, it like was still for the old. times, you mm-hmm. know. Right. Like so, that makes sense. Um, what cool. what would you rate? What would you rate old? Probably like a six or a seven. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not as great as, you know, Unbreakable, Sixth Sense, or the the trilogy split. You know, all those movies are, are cool and are highly uh, acclaimed. And this one was is, is around, I'd say I put it above Devil mm-hmm. and uh, above The Happening and all that. Mm-hmm. So it was it's right there, right in the middle, I think, you know. I, I do think it, this movie will be good for him, you know, in a sense— I feel like he's getting to a point where he can recognize what he's good at and he's just going to go to it. And not only that, we're getting a second generation Shyamalan in directing. His daughter actually helped him um, on the movie herself. Just what we need, a second Shyamalan. <laughs> Airbender, <laughs> part two. No, uh, stay away. And uh, it's really cool because he does a show as well and she helps him a lot. And the show is really a fun and... Um, you know, it's like M. Night, but show version. There's two seasons, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of dialogue. Would you call him M. Night Shomalon? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Oh. Look, y'all. I'm going to be here all week. <laughs> what are we doing? It's That's your boy. Boo. Boo. Yeah. Hey, I just want to say Jam Cam's in the back with his thumbs down, and it's opposite day. So, That's yeah, a good, like, that was a good joke. Um, it, that show is really cool. It's on Apple TV. So if you don't have Apple TV, obviously, it's going to be hard to watch. But okay. if you do have it or you want to get a free trial— not sponsored, but that show is pretty pretty cool. Okay. You know, it's really cool. And, you know, M. Night, he's been doing his thing. He's, uh, he's up, he's up there, kind of. I, I, I like him. <laughs> I like the twist. I love, he, like I said, like people want something new. And then when they get it, they don't want it. This is why we don't get nice things no more. There, there's like, a difference. Like think about it, The Last Airbender. He, that's not his original. He's not going to do it good. He wants to make it an original because... But he needs to not. But that's what I'm saying. He doesn't need to touch things that are already franchises. He needs to keep creating his own. And I feel like that's the perfect lane for him, you know? Um, may, and maybe, you know, maybe get a little bit off your high horse. But, I mean, you, he's already been there and done that. So, I feel like he knows what he he's capable of. And Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, you know, he's a uh, he's a cool guy. Uh, we'll probably get some more movies from him in the future. Yeah. And yeah, um, do we give our our directors ratings or grades? Um, no, so I don't want to say a rating, but I would say a grade. We should do grades. Well, I would say let's pick our favorite. I give him a C film. plus. F- favorite film. All right. I give favorite him a C film plus. And why we I f- love that. I like film. the grades. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him a C plus. C plus. I'll give him a B yeah. minus. I'll give him a C. It's like right in the middle. Not, right. not plus, not C. That's good enough passing grade. Like, yeah. we'll see if he's going to piss me off again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stuart Little, I just want to say that. Oh, he did He did screen right for that. He screen wrote cool. for Stuart Little. Yeah. yeah that and Stuart was Little had Gina Davis, had Dr. House. They had Marty McFly. He was Stuart Little. And it had Stuart yeah. himself. Little. <sighs> I'm not mad at Damn that. It. <laughs> But um, okay, I'm, done with, I'm done with you guys. But yeah, uh, what a twist! Cool guy, yeah. What a twist, ending, right? <laughs> Stuart Little, ooh, ooh. ooh where saw that coming? He's I a skateboarding it. mouse. He <laughs> flew a plane. <laughs> Jeez, 
Alrighty, guys. Intro I think we're gonna, we're gonna end it there. Um, oh, before we end off, my favorite, yeah, like uh, like you said, uh, sin probably Unbreakable or The Sixth Sense. Narik, there isn't any. Right. I was expecting. I'll choose that. for like, him. Avatar. The Last Airbender. No, <laughs> just he's, kidding. He's trash. With that, right. be, with that being said, guys, it has been another Sound Flick podcast episode fifty four. Yeah. Oh, another director yeah. highlight episode. Yeah, if um, you guys have any directors or actors yeah. you want us to touch on, let us know. I love just diving into their It's history. always interesting. You know, I, like, I didn't know what we were going to get from this episode because I know he's like hit or miss. You know, it's 50-50 with M. Night. So, yeah, I, I, it, was, it was still pretty good. I, I like learning about It's controversial. About I just want to say as well. Get some people going. Look forward, yeah. Oh, God. Look forward to, uh, let's start highlighting some artists soon, guys. I'm like, yeah. That's something we need some to. artists? For like, what? I'm, I'm dead. Okay, as we're artists, we are sound flick. All right, we, we have to. Sound flick we'll adhere to the sound of it. Sometimes, I guess. Yeah. All right, but guys. That being said, if you guys like the way we sound, and you guys are like, wow, how do we start our own podcast? Hit up our friends at Productive Culture. Yes, sir. Go to productiveculture.com backslash podcast. Yeah. Tell them that the sound flick boys sent you. That's right. And then they are gonna hook you up. Yes. That being yes, said, so it right. is your boy Ace Sincere, Skywalker Mike, and Rick. That's cool. Signing off. See mm-hmm. y'all soon. Peace. Wait, here's the twist. Just kidding. There's nothing here. (laughs) Peace out.